It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sedano and Cap for your afternoon right now on 710 ESPN. It's time for, it's time for what, you need to know. what you need to know. Let's do it. What you need to know right now. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. We will get to the USC story once we're done uh, unca- uncovering this whole caper between Ireland and Travis. This, uh, I don't know, what would we call it? A little dust up? Dust up? We'll call it a dust up? We'll do that. Um, there was a very angry John Ireland. That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, what do you got for what you need to know? I got Funch with a what you need to know. Oh, it's Funchy who's got it. Funchy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Funchy Bunch. Go ahead. Totally uh, wait, well, today is May the 4th, Be With You Day. So it's yeah. basically Star Wars Day. So the Dodgers are having Star Wars Night at the stadium. They're giving away R2-D2 beanies. Arturito. <laughs> As they play the Dodgers, or the Dodgers play the Giants tonight. Also, uh, Disneyland is having a Star Wars Day. Of course. I mean, geez, yeah. And uh, and it stays open till one o'clock in the morning tonight. Wow! Tonight, yeah, really. Usually it stays open to like ten on most weeknights, but now it's day. You can't. I really had no idea that was the I case. I don't think you could dress up as a full Jedi. Yeah, I, I, for Why some not? reason. He's right. Like adults can't wear full costumes. Why not? I don't know. Huh. Some kind of like safety. I've seen a lot of people whatever. in costume at, at well, Disneyland. It, they're they're the. Per, what's the word? The interpretation of costume is different. Wait a second. You show up in a jersey of your favorite ball player. Right. Is that a costume? You, you can't wear like a full, you're not allowed to wear a mask. Yeah, you can't have like a full on robe. Like, oh, like okay. I can't show up as a Chewbacca. Right. You know? Oh, right. That, now that I can understand. Like I don't need somebody wearing a Chewbacca You can have like costume. an outfit resembling <laughs> Chewbacca, but it's not, you know, the <laughs> costumes I guess they frown upon. <laughs> Sedano, I love the <laughs> Chewbacca sound. Uh, yes, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that right up there with your bird sound effects. <laughs> you know, we're really building something special here. When we think about George's sound effects related to, like, wild animals yeah. or movie characters. And my whole air drum, air bass, guitar, band thing that I do. I and mean, yeah. we've got a lot of sound effects on this show that we create with our own. Yeah. Our oh, own. man, you know what commercial just popped on right now? Tell me. It's the, um, the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, Star Wars show. What are you watching? The trailer, yeah. That, uh, I mean, it's a commercial just played on TNT. It's uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in that show, on that really? show. Yeah. That is so cool that he's on it. It is pretty damn cool. I'd love to be in a, I'd love to just be an extra in one of those Star Wars shows on Disney+. Plus. I actually to write that into my next contract. Yeah, I don't want to be an extra. I want to be. A, I want to be a lead. Role no, kind of man. No. Yes. No. See, this what? Is a, what? You know. What? I, mean, I did a Mickey Mouse commercial once. Really? How'd that go? It was fun. I was there for like seven hours, but Mickey did like there was a new Mickey Mouse like uh, cartoon show called Mickey's Roadster Racers. Yeah, and what'd you do? And myself and Nicole Briscoe did the uh, like we did a bunch of stuff in front of green screen because they wanted to make it seem because it's a race, right? They wanted to make it seem like we were doing Sports Center. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. That is cool. All right. Yeah. Hey, um, listen, you said tonight, Funchy, that at the Dodgers-Giants game, this is the Star Wars night, and what's the giveaway tonight, you said? R2-D2 beanies. R2-D2 beanies. 
Okay, so the top of the beanie makes your head look like the top of R two D two. I assume it does. It does. Okay, yes. and and does it say how many fans in attendance get the uh, I, the beanie? I'm pretty sure it's a first ten thousand. Ten thousand. That's it. Yeah, pretty sure. Well, that's usually how it works at these things. No, yeah, come on, usually, not ten. No, they're, they're small, and you have to buy like a special ticket for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, dude, I, this is like me, a I big deal. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so listen, hold on. Here's the thing. Generally speaking, if you talk to baseball executives, the slowest night and the lowest attended night of a baseball game is anybody have a guess or anybody know this? The day after opening day. Nope, that's not the case. Okay, I'm, I'm just talking about generally speaking. It's Tuesdays. Tuesday night baseball games are generally the least attended baseball games. Now, last night, this Dodgers-Giants game, because you and I talked about rivalries yesterday. Yeah. Do you want your rival mm-hmm. to be good, et cetera? Yeah. I was pretty surprised at the sparse crowd last night at Dodger Stadium. So I wonder if tonight, with everybody kind of rocking their Star Wars gear and however many get the, the beanie, I wonder if tonight we're looking at like what you expect, which is a packed house for a series an early season series of this magnitude. Mm-hmm. I miss yeah, guys. I'm sure it's there'll be plenty of 40,000 tonight. First 40,000. 40,000. There you go. 40,000 sounds right. Yeah. First 40,000 getting the R2-D2. Uh, how many seats does Dodger Stadium hold? Like 53? Dang, I so say. basically like everybody's going to get one. Except the I think it's a little bigger people. than that, if I recall Maybe it's correctly. it's 58? Um, that sounds more All right, we'll find accurate. out the total attendance yeah. at Dodger Stadium. But 56. 56,000? All right, so that yeah. means 40,000 people are all getting the R2-D2 beanie. And 16,000 people are going to be walking around going, I got here late. The Uber didn't show up. By the time they got here, traffic. Come on, man. There's got to be Do you think Mason will have one of the R2-D2 beanies? No, I think you, you really did have to buy, like, a special ticket no, for it. No, dude. 40,000. Oh. First 40,000. Yeah, yeah 40,000 if you bought, like, the special ticket for it. I'm going to guess. This is my guess. Trust me. Me and Greg looked into this. We are Star Wars fans. I'm going to just take a guess. The first. So you're going to say that Lindsay, who actually looked into it, is wrong, but your gut feeling Greg is right. Greg texted somebody from my, the Dodgers about it. My gut feeling like, is. You get it if you bought the ticket. Is it anybody, anybody who bought any ticket? I'm Here's my guess. Yeah. That it's actually phrased this way. The first 40,000 get this beanie not the forty thousand that bought this very specific ticket it's a guess if you prove me wrong Lindsay. guess what i'm capable of doing all i know Say, is you'd have some kind of special thing i don't think some so special ticket. I'll, I'll have it. greg call when he walks in and he can tell us i don't buy that okay special ticket there's forty thousand special you're, you're tickets you're always and getting into 000. the logistics of everything right, you know because i want people to know hey well, i don't want people 40, to be 000, upset if if it if it is don't one worry of these about situations it. They're where they're like oh Captain okay Ted, here we go here we go i got it from the Dodgers website. Is yeah. this enough for you, Cap? Yeah, From go the ahead. Dodgers website? Go ahead. Okay. The special event ticket package is sold out. This ticket package includes your ticket to the game and an exclusive Star Wars knit, Star Wars Night knit cap. Okay. May the fourth be with you. This special event ticket package must be purchased from this link or through a group sales representative to obtain the item. Okay. Third-party purchases will not include the item, and this is not a stadium-wide promotion. Okay. Oh, See that? Now oh. watch this, Lindsay. I stand corrected. Thank you. See, you're welcome. I'm just saying that normal circumstances, it's the first X number, get this promotion. Well, yeah, I package. wasn't trying to call you out. The only reason right. I brought Being it up was out. because I want one. Yeah. And, and I Greg, was just, do you, right. you, know, you have the right too. ticket? No. no. You don't have the right Mason ticket. Mason bought the ticket. so Mason I, you know. didn't buy the right ticket? Yeah, Mason ticket didn't buy the right ticket. Through group sure. sales by clicking on the link? I feel like some of these giveaways and the rules and stuff like that, like, who you know, who knows? He's being cheap. He didn't want to buy the beanie. Exactly. Right. Really, I wonder how go. much the beanie ticket was versus yeah. the non-beanie ticket. Can we get to um, uh, Ireland and Travis, though? Like, enough of this? Like, you know, honestly, like, I mean. This is like I mean, a this serious, is... serious, like, he needed to investigate hey, hey. what was going I mean, on. Jesus, I, we already, I already told you what the damn website says. Well, you know what I mean? You told us at the end. If you would have told us at the beginning, we 
but it moved Well, I was now. looking for it. Well, Google it. I did. Well, faster. I thought you'd listen to Lindsay, who said her no. and Greg literally no. talked to the Dodgers. No, I didn't. I don't. I listen. think we've come to the conclusion that Cap just doesn't ever listen to. No, me. I do my own thing. Okay. All right. So, uh, Showtime Bernie here says uh, there's a star on Twitter says uh, there's a Star Wars themed bar on Hollywood between Kawanga uh, Nebar, and that's just like uh, the one in Disneyland. So it's like the cantina. Mm-hmm. There you go. I was saying when I was at the cantina in Disney World, I said, if this was a real bar, I would totally go there and hang out. So now I'm going to have to go there. Uh, he says that today will be crazy, because, uh, but most regular nights are pretty awesome. I host karaoke there on Thursdays. Oh, even He hosts better. karaoke at this place? Yeah, at the, uh, the Star Wars bar in, uh, off of Coenga. Can you do some Chewbacca karaoke? Yeah. <laughs> That's Chewbacca singing Superman's theme song. It oh is? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> really? Wait, let me hear it again. <laughs> wow. Um, it's a great Chewbacca. I don't hear Superman, but I, I do mean, hear I mean, the Chewbacca. theme song. I Play hear. that back. Really? Yeah. One more time. <laughs> Thank you. That's a different part of the song, but this is the beginning. You don't have that beginning. You don't have the next part. I don't know how to do that part of the song. I mean, dude, man, you're good. You're a good Chewbacca. All right. Can we get to? I'll do more Chewbacca later. It's not like I can't just do it on command. You do. We got to take requests. If anybody wants to have Sedano do more Chewbacca, just let us know. We'll stop the show, and we will legitimately just do Chewbacca sounds. And you know what you should do is you should Chewbacca to lots of different songs. Funchy, can you play what the hell Ireland said to, uh, I, I, you know, I, Kaplan's making it seem like he wanted to reach across the table and choke uh, Travis today. Can we hear what actually happened? All right, here it is that you don't get that, thank God, Jerry Buss got for years. Mm-hmm. Star-driven town, star-driven town, Ooh. star-driven town, star-effing-driven town. You want to get rid of the star, and you have no plan one of the to stars, replace him. One of oh, the my stars, God. I've never seen John Ireland's One of the stars so never plays. <laughs> one of the stars look, never played. You look like steam was going to come out of your ears. <laughs> one I, I one of the stars. I got, scared. Idea I got scared. scared me a little bit. No, it's not. <laughs> one of the stars doesn't play, and the other guy's going into year 20. <laughs> the, 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 I'm yeah. not saying don't find the next generation of stars. Mace, Mace, I'm, not, I'm saying these are the wrong guys. Having actors that were famous 20 years ago in a bad movie, is that a star vehicle? Mace, Wait a minute. Mace, That's what I, we're talking about. Okay, sure. What's, throw the, some what's the difference? What's you got to start difference? screaming, Al. <laughs> yeah. you got to start banging on the, the desk. What's the diff- Pound the table. <laughs> now, did I exaggerate? Um, slight. I mean, you said he wanted to reach across the table, but I don't know if I'd go that far. But it was heated, more heated than I expected. I mean, lots of, of table pounding. That is anger right there. That is, I need to take my frustration out on something physical. You know, maybe we need to hang a heavy bag here in the studio at 710, which is where I'm at right now, George. And a heavy bag would be good because at commercial breaks, I get a little workout in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Throw some, some hands at a heavy bag, not beat up on the table. This table will come down in two seconds. John Ireland, angry. Get out of the LeBron business. How dare you even suggest such a thing? 
don't you know that I call the Laker games? I can't call garbage. If I'm going to call a bad game, at least let me have a big star. I hear you, John, and I feel you, man. You've made a very compelling case. Well, look, I do think that's not like a small thing. Which part? You know, the part of it. I mean, the, the star part of it matters. It's a, it's a monster part of it. Listen, I think that anybody who really sincerely believes that the Lakers should get out of the LeBron business, you can make a case that he's going to be 38. You can make a case that he's 20 years into his career. You can make a case that three of the four years that he's been here haven't really been that great. That's fine. But what's the, what's the additional motivation? Is it you're offended by the notion that LeBron has so much power in the organization and that you're upset with him because all of the moves that he made just did not work and he overwhelmed the franchise? Is that why you want to get rid of LeBron? Is it take control of the franchise? Is that the motivation for the opinion? I mean, I think that's what most people feel like. That's probably the place that they go initially. Yeah, like I want to get out of the LeBron business. Why? Because I don't like how much authority he has inside that franchise. Because if it wasn't for LeBron overwhelming the front office, they wouldn't have had Russ, and they would have had this guy, this guy, and this guy. They and also wouldn't have had a championship in 2020. Okay. Okay, there you go. You got your one championship. So hasn't LeBron... Can, can LeBron walk out of L.A. and say mission accomplished? You got one, right? No, I don't think – I mean, I think – I think he didn't expect to get one. I think he expected – especially with the Anthony Davis trade, I think he expected to get multiple. All right, well, a lot of people, George, now want to call the show and get in on this. All right, let's do it. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We'll get into that. I do want to get into how all of a sudden – when the big city schools are getting involved in NIL, everyone's crying foul, and the NCAA is trying to do something about it. USC is at the center of it. Uh, we'll get to that on the other side as well. Stick around. 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, the fact that I knew about this John Ireland pounding on the table, getting so angry at Travis earlier today. It's because you're always listening on the app, on the new app. It's like I said yesterday. I lodged a legitimate complaint yesterday that the app is so amazing that I'm now addicted. I can take it all day long. I don't have to get out of my car, turn off the radio, be done with the shows. I put the app in my pocket, put my AirPods in, and I'm, I'm still listening. This freaking yeah. app has got me completely addicted. You know, we're pretty good, actually. This station's good. I don't know if you guys didn't know that or not. Shows on this station are really good. They are very good. Yeah, yes, that's true. Uh, by the way, I, you could see this coming a mile away before I get to the calls that people want to chime in on this LeBron thing that Ireland and Travis and us were talking about. Um, Sports Illustrated and the Athletics reporters have been, um, if you've been looking at the, some of their tweets, there's been a lot of tweets kind of uh, – What's the word I'm looking for? I want to be careful here. I want to know. I don't know what you're looking for. Let me hear what you're looking so, for. Okay. Be blunt. Okay. 
No, I want to be careful. I'm no. not trying to be blunt. Nah, I'm trying to be careful be because I don't want I don't want to misconstrue what people are doing. Oh. But it feels like the Sports Illustrated and Athletic college football reporters in particular yeah. are uh let's say it feels like they're a little more miffed when USC and Miami, the two big schools in big cities, are taking advantage of NIL and there's not as much lamenting when schools in the SEC uh, are doing it, let's say. And meanwhile, those schools have been getting away with stuff for Lord knows how long, right, um, in the SEC and some of these other conferences, right? So I think that that's one of those things that I found very interesting over the last couple of weeks where I'm like, hmm, they're really tweeting a lot about how USC and Miami are taking advantage and it feels unfair and it feels like the wild, wild west. You know, all these loaded phrases, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm like, no one said anything about some of these other schools that are using NIL, right? Why is it be- Is it just because it's bigger news because it's two big-time programs in two big cities? And, you know, we like small-town colleges. Like, what? what is that? Like, what is I, going on there? I actually so, think it's a lot of it's about money. I, I, in, in other words, this is the they first can, time. USC, and, and, and because they're the number two market and the number 12 market in the country, it's what I told you. They could generate more cash in NIL for kids. Right, but, but here's the thing. Uh, while that may be true, and it will all play out, here's the other thing. Will getting high-priced college football talent net you wins this we'll report see. this report from earlier in the week that usc was going to get this kid jordan addison who was the bolitnikoff award Pitt. winner yeah. the number one wide receiver in the country the yeah. report was that he was coming to sc and he was going to be living in a three million dollar house and can you imagine a kid who's now like 20 years old in college football living in a three million dollar house like yo dog can we all come over and like hang out it's like no man that's my house don't even well, come over so anyway, now Sports Illustrated reports today that the NCAA is exploring ways to crack down on NIL deals and wanting to limit boosters' interactions on this. Now, let me ask you a question. What the hell did the NCAA think would happen right. here? Well, I mean, seriously, like, wait a second. If you're Alabama and you're a, an Alabama football fan or an Alabama alum and you own a big company – and you say, hey, guess what, coach, for that superstar quarterback that you're getting from Southern California. Which, which they did. Right. Bryce Young. Right. right. They we, gave him a million dollars. Right. We, will, we will give him all kinds of stuff. So, listen. And by the way, good for the kids. That's what this is about. It's good. You don't want to pay the kids when you're making billions of dollars off them. Well, this was the solution. And you decided to create this as an avenue without having any real parameters in place. And by the way, it just shows how toothless the NCAA is because they're not going to be able to control any of this oh, stuff, no. even if they do try to legislate it. No, it's already over. It's it's already over. That, that Could you imagine the state of California saying, hey, by the way, weed's no longer legal? Everybody's like, what are you talking no, about? Of course not. And everywhere. by the way, it's, over. It, it's, it's funny that you mentioned the state of California because States like California and Florida and Texas and a lot of these other states where college football is big business, they were the ones to legislate name image likeness, right? And say, screw the NCAA, it's 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 okay to do it in our state. And that's when the NCAA realized, oh my God, we've lost all the power. The states are ruling against us in their legislation. So they're gonna get the kids what they want. We gotta make this an equal playing field, so we gotta do it for everybody. They were they were literally strong armed into it because the other the states like California, Texas, and Florida were first to bite at this. 
And the, the NCAA, again, they're just such a toothless organization. And good luck trying to police it. And I hope they never try to get to police it because the kids have been getting screwed for too damn long anyway. I just wonder what's going to happen. And I'm, I'm, this is me, college football, geeking out on this kind of stuff. If you are SC and you can get the best of the best in the transfer portal, and the reason you can get them is not because you're SC and the history and the tradition and the crowds and TV opportunities and future NFL opportunities. The reason you can get the best skill players is because you can pay them the most. I wonder if that will ultimately equal wins. Because so, do you? Let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. Without naming schools or conferences or names. Yeah. Do you believe that over the last forty or years, fifties, whatever you want to say, go back? Yeah, go back 30, 40 years, for the most part. Don't you think the schools that have won the most championships are probably the schools that are creating benefits for players that were creating benefits for players under the table? Yeah, for the most part, of course. Right. Yeah. So so then, like, you know, that, that at least I'd rather it be above board. You know what I well, mean? So no, but, nothing is really changing. I know, but well, except but, it's above board. Yeah, but 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 hold on. What happens if you know there's just like four or five or six guys on a team, and they're all making bank? And everybody else is just kind of living it the old school way. Well, no, that's not true because a lot of these schools, what they're they're getting deals for all the kids that in is, some way, shape, or form. Even th- if it's like a thousand bucks or something, or five hundred bucks a month, or there, a lot of these big time Power Five programs are getting their kids, all their kids, at least something. And then the big time guys are going to make more more money in NIL. And by the way, that's America, Jack. That's what capitalism is, whether you like it or not. I like the way you use Jack. I like to say Jack a lot at the end of sentences when I'm really, really trying to emphasize what I'm saying. I will use Jack because I feel like it wakes everybody up. Like, do you feel what I'm saying, Jack? So nice job, George. I like the way you used it. You want to go to the phones? There's a lot of people here. Yeah, a lot of people on hold. I want to talk about, about this LeBron. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Uh, let's go with uh, – hold on. Who was first here? Um – all right, so we got to go to Kathy first. Kathy was the first person in Redondo. Kathy, it's been so long since we chatted with you. I know. You guys have really been something else the last couple of days, all of you. I've been on all your shows. Of course, I used to keep the radio on all night long anyway. Well, Kathy, are you, you are you using the app now? Are you, have you downloaded no, the ESPN app? No, I'm not LA that app? smart. I'm not as smart as you. Well, no. now listen, I don't use on. apps, computers, cell phones. I, I'm only I'm well, landline and uh, snail mail? radio. I'm yeah. old school. Ka- okay, Kathy. Like what? Kathy, what what's what what was happy hour like today? Happy hour is good as always. Happy is always happy. Really? Yeah. Listen, but I'm saying, what 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 was on the menu for happy hour today? I'm guessing Chardonnay. No, no. Uh-uh. It was pizza from across the street at at Giorgio's, and then we had um, brandy. Oh, brandy! Oh, there you brandy. go. Brandy. That's the good Chardonnay. stuff right yeah. there. Pizza, yeah, and brandy. brandy and a glass of wine. Like a piece Listen, of pizza. Listen, LeBron. Scott, for what it's worth, I heard the same interview from him that you were talking about, about him wanting to go play with Seth, and he never spoke more from the heart, and it's true. But neither here nor there. LeBron's not 80. I mean, I, when I was his age, I got another 15, 20 more years of work. He's got it in him to do it, but here's what I'd like to see. He do. can't play for 15 no, or 20 more years. No, George, Kathy. he can. No, George, at 53 years old. <laughs> he can at, do at a few more years, years old, and he can do like get into coaching like many of them do. He will lead Look, the league in scoring at 53 years old. This is what I'd like to see done. <laughs> Go ahead. You know who I'd like to get his picks? Who? Marcus Smart, the Joker, and Tyler Hero. 
Well, wait, but you can't trade LeBron to three different teams. You can't, like, split no, him. You, you can't, like, clone him. you guys already traded Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but you can't get, like, so, wait, you, you want to trade Russell Westbrook for what, those three guys? Nobody's I tra- don't want to trade Russell Westbrook at all. I never did. Oh, tell him, Kevin. Believe me, nobody's heart's more broken on that than John Ireland's and myself. But oh. we got to deal with the reality. Yeah, and that's I mean, listen, reality. but you you just named the defensive player of the year, the guy who made, who was the reigning MVP, and the guy who's the, the sixth man of the year. Like, how are you planning on getting those guys? Well, if you guys are going to get rid of LeBron, AD, and Westbrook, look, AD, I, I know Magic said that Rob Palenka's not ready to fire the first shot, but I am because I know injuries and foot. Oh. And since he's already played, only played half the year. He's only good for a few more injuries than that foot shot. I don't know about the rest of you, but when he got up and told everybody, oh, yeah, I talked to my doctor, and he was all like said, oh, I can't do anything more to it. Oh, please, AD, tell it to somebody else, bro. There's no doctor there. <laughs> Not at those doctors. I went. I used uh, to go to Litton Williams there at Hell's Out. I mean, I, I and Joe. He would have left. You know, no doctor's going to tell you that because you can turn around the next breath and stop on and get tear another Achilles heel on the other foot. Well, I, Kathy. I, I, what? <laughs> uh, we we got to run because we got a lot of people that we have to get to, but we always love chatting with you and uh, hope the uh, brandy and pizza Wait, is still rocking the rest more. of the evening. All right, much I... love, Kathy. Much love. Why? All right, listen. In the meantime, Kathy, I want to tell you something. You are smart, just so you know. Yeah. And it's really simple. All you have to do for this ESPN LA app is you search it, you download it, you listen to it. It's in yeah. the App Store. It's in the Google Play Store. I have all my daughters all downloading the app. And then I got them to get all their friends to download the app. I mean, I'm getting the world individually as a one-man ambassador wrecking crew. I'm getting the entire world to download this app, George. Let me grab Raul in L.A., who hopefully has downloaded the app. Raul, have you downloaded the app? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, great. Amazing, believe me when I tell you that. What is this blasphemy that Cap and Stephen A. are talking about trade LeBron? Are you kidding me? Really? Who would you trade for? Honestly, yeah, yeah, I'm Cap. Who would you trade him for? Who would you trade him for, Cap? Now, hold on a second, Raul. Come on. There's only three teams that LeBron could actually – you could actually trade LeBron for Cap. For but, you know, you know, well, they're not getting rid of those players. You know, they want to call Milwaukee and say, hey, we'll trade – Giannis for LeBron. That was no not chance. Happening. Not happening. And he's got three more years, championship years left in him left. You know, come on, let's build it. Let's get him the second ring. Why not? Now, wait a second. Hold on, Raul. Hold on a second here. Why are you putting this on me, dog? <laughs> you were, well, technically you were the ambassador for also getting rid of, you were on the LeBron, getting rid of LeBron train. But wait a second. Jason. Wait a second. I'm the guy, just to be clear here, I'm the guy that understands the mindset of a true champion, of Thank a Hall right. of Famer, of someone who has passion in their heart to prove the world wrong. I'm the guy that's been saying LeBron, AD, and Russ played 21 games together. If I'm LeBron, I want to give it a chance to go 60 games, and let's see what happens. So I'm, I'm not just for keeping LeBron. I'm for keeping Russ as well. just want to be on the record. All right. I want to set the record straight, George. Right. We're, we're going to take more calls on this um, after Radio Tinder. Hit us up, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Also at 540, I, I got, we got some stuff when it comes to the Dodgers that we got to get into today as well, man. Like, um, <laughs> There's something going on with Julio Urias, and we'll talk about that after Radio Tinder as well as more of your calls. Stick around. We're back in two minutes. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice 
the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, so on Tuesday, which is uh, yesterday, rapper Drake embarrassed a heckler on Instagram after making a not-so-funny joke about his alleged use of a ghostwriter. So it all started when Drake left a comment on a post regarding NBA superstar John Morant's father cheering on his son at every game. There was a back-and-forth, I won't get into all the nitty-gritty of it, but it resulted in Drake saying to this troll, I just followed your girl because she's prob-miserable and needs some excitement in her life. I'm here for you, ma. It it was a very funny exchange because the girl was like, "Oh, oh, now now Drake thinks that I need some in- excitement in my life. Look what you look what you did, like to her boyfriend. Are mm. you guys okay with this troll job by Drake? Sliding into you know the girl's DMs, swipe left or swipe right. Um, yeah, I, I'm not into that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so you're swiping left. Yeah, I'm swiping left. You know, I, I'm here for your mom. Like, yeah, he wrote, I, I'm here for your mom. Um, yeah, 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 no, yeah. no. I, I, I don't love it, personally. Like, it, I like Drake a lot, um, but I'm not feeling this one. Go ahead, Cap, do your thing. Do your yeah, yeah thing. My uh, Hebraic Canadian brother, Drake, I like what you did here. I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swipe right. I'm going to swipe right here on this one because while it's insanely disrespectful what Drake did, that's what he was trying to do because he got disrespected. So he said, okay, watch this. I'm going to talk to your wife. I'm going to tell her that Drake, a big superstar like me, is interested in her. I'm here for you, mama. And so the goal was to humiliate. The goal was to be nasty and mean-spirited. It's kind of like Clubber Lang and Rocky. But wait, it wasn't that mean. I thought it was funny. It was like, funny. Like, you know, I, I thought it's a funny way because you see celebrities when they, you know, like KD and whoever, when they get back at these trolls online. I thought it was a funny way to be like, like tweet at her and then she DMs them. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny. I just feel like. Yeah, like I, I mean. Like, Look at me. Hey, woman, you, you'll find out what a real man is, woman. Right. And that's Drake. That's what Drake is doing right Why there. Why sound like Mr. T? Because that was because that's T. what he's doing. Yeah. He's doing Mr. T Clubber from Rocky Lang. three. Right. Yeah. I'm going to show you what a real man all about woman. That's what Clubber Lang said. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. But the uh, yeah, I, I don't love it. Like, I feel like that's beneath Drake. Um, you know, but I mean, it's, it? but look, I, I I I I do like it from this regard. Right. That it shows trolls. Hey, man, be careful. Somebody will clap back at you occasionally. Well, right. You know? Because in Drake's case. That's his version of Mike Tyson going over the seat in the airplane and hitting you eight times in the head. Drake's just going to disrespect you by taking your woman. Man, all the crap people get on social media, like the celebrities, like, you know, Cardi B talking about how she hates being famous. You're like, good for Drake, you know? Once in a while, once in a while you can hit him back. 
All right, so next one. So NASA scientists plan to launch pictures of naked humans into space with the hope of luring aliens to us. So the depictions will also include an invitation to respond if an intelligent alien uh, actually finds the space nudes. The pictures aren't graphic photographs of naked humans, but a drawing of a naked man and a woman next to a depiction of DNA. Very interesting choice of, uh, you know, what, what they're considering this lure of nude photos. Um, NASA scientists revealed that the image in a study that's part of a project called the Beacon in the Galaxy, uh, the main aim of it is to send a message to alien civilizations that could be out there. Mm-hmm. So do you guys think that sending nudes into space is going to attract alien life to Earth? Swipe left or <laughs> swipe right, Cap? The swipe left here for a few reasons, but I'll, I'll outline them. Number one, drawings of naked humans not as good as pictures of real naked humans. That's one. Two, you have to get the right naked humans, okay? If you get really, really like the top of the line, the most attractive people on planet Earth butt naked, maybe you have a chance of luring aliens to Earth. But the big problem here as I see it is this. I don't find aliens to be attractive. And I think they're all naked anyway. Wait, what? You don't find aliens to be attractive? Correct. I'm not attracted to aliens. How do you life. know? Like, what do you know what an alien aliens? looks like? Yeah. Well, every alien I've ever seen, at least a depiction of an alien, I'm not attracted to him. Like, did you think E.T. was hot? I didn't. <laughs> okay, so here's my point. Wait, but, I mean, there's a lot of aliens that look like humans, too. Like which ones? Uh, the guy in the Matrix, right? Right. Wasn't he an alien? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. You just spoiled the movie for me. Uh, Baby Yoda, he's he's a cute little guy. Well, all I'm saying is this. You know what the problem here is, though? Is that aliens may not be attracted to humans. That's fair. And therein lies the issue. But they're going to be attracted to the aliens or the humans next to the depiction of DNA. That was the weird part to me. See, I I visualize, like, uh, Michelangelo on the ceiling type paintings. You know, like, beautiful humans. Don't some of the aliens on Star Trek look attractive? Like who? I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's some good-looking aliens in Star Trek. There's some I mean, Captain Kirk used to... I mean, listen, he was the... First of all, he was the first interracial kiss on on television uh, in American history. Um, Him and Uhura, I believe, if I recall correctly. Was that the green woman? No, she was the African-American woman who was the... The, on their, like, uh, no, he wasn't the making, cast. He wasn't making out with an alien. He eventually made out. Well, I was going to be, I mean, did you really have to ruin my damn thing by what was, saying what the I thing ruined? that I was going to say? What I ruined. Nothing, Cap. Yes, he used to sleep with green women, blue women, every woman. Yes. Okay, so yes, he, that. Captain Kirk, found these aliens to be attractive. Yes. How we, about Avatar? They're attractive, right? Someone? Mm, I don't know, are they? Yeah. Anyway. All right, so next one, uh, moving on there, because the Sedano Psy sometimes the Sedano Psy you have that. The Sedano premature, premature speculation, basically. <laughs> That's you. God. All right, so last one here. Judge Greg Mathis received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame today. It honored 23 years of presiding over the courtroom program that he's on. Mathis's show, Judge Mathis, has been nominated for four daytime Emmys for Outstanding Legal Slash Courtroom Program. The show finally won one back in 2018. So, Funch and I were talking about this before the show. Is Judge Mathis really a Hollywood Walk of Fame star guy? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Hollywood Walk of Fame guy. Did he get one, or do you think, are you asking me he deserves one? 
Yeah, like is he? Do you, I don't? Do you think he deserves one? I was trying to be nice about it, but do you think he's really like? Does he deserve it? Is he worthy of it? Well, I mean, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I mean, you only have to have some modicum of fame because you got to put up the ten grand to get the, the the star. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yes, there are many people who are there because they're super duper duper famous, but part of it is the money too. Like, so I, is that all I, it costs? Is ten grand? Well, it used to. I don't know if it's still the same case, but like, I know that that was the number. Um, so, like, if we if we crowdsource ten grand, we could put we could at least. Well, we'd have we we wouldn't guarantee that Cap would be on there, but we could submit it. I, do, I would and love see to. If it gets approved. I would absolutely love to be on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So, I think but you'd have to get more. approved still. Like, yeah. there's still an approval process. So Just because you put who, the ten grand doesn't mean that you get it. Who do I need to talk to? Put uh, me in touch with them. What 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 qualifies somebody to be worthy of that though? Because I feel like there's a lot of people that have ten grand. You know, it has to be way more than that now. Cause, like, no, Steve there's Jason, a pro- an approval process, obviously. Yeah. In the meantime, this guy's show has been on TV for how long? So, I mean, he- here's the process, by the way, the nomination procedure. Here it is. Okay, it is. Uh, let me see. The committee will select approximately thirty names for insertion into the walk. Uh, nomination of individual group or must be approved by the Walk of Fame committee. Um, but fans can can make submissions as long as enough they get enough nominations, right? There has to be a, a prerequisite amount of nominations, and then uh, yeah, and then there's the money, and then there's the committee, and all that stuff. Yeah, like all that stuff is part but of. But don't process. don't you guys think that there should be like a level of celebrityism that you should get a star? Oh, automatically, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, because I think like recently DJ Kali got one. Like I don't think DJ Khaled should is worthy of a star on a walk. DJ of Khaled, yeah, whatever. DJ Khaled or DJ Khaled, because DJ Khaled is definitely a not guy. DJ Khaled. No. DJ Khaled, maybe. Yeah. DJ Khaled, yeah. we the best music. We the best music. I mean, let yeah. me ask you yeah. a question: yeah. Who's more famous, DJ Khaled or Jim Gray? Wait a DJ second. This, Khaled, wait a second. Probably. You had to think about this for a second, Funchy. I did. Really? You, <laughs> I did. Really? You had to think that Jim Gray is as famous hey, as man, DJ Khaled? He did the decision. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. He did do the decision. But Jim Gray has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Jim Gray doesn't say we the best music. Well, Marilyn Monroe also has a star on the Walk of Fame, too, but I don't think another one. You know, she's on the same level as Jim Gray or DJ Khaled. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, DJ Khaled is like a legit superstar artist performer. Why will you not say DJ Khaled? Why are you calling him DJ Khaled? What's the deal? You got a problem with DJ Khaled? No, I don't. No, I don't. We oh, by the way, money. Lindsay, it's not ten grand; it's fifty grand now. Wow, fifty large. I was gonna say for ten grand, Steve Mason would have applied by now. Maybe he has. Wow! <laughs> wow. Shots I just, fired. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's a shot. Like Mace always talks about how like he wants a star on the Hollywood Walk of Who Fame. I, I got another one here. Andy Cohen just recently got one. Yeah, is he worthy yes. to get a star? Andy Cohen's yes. like extremely, extremely famous. Okay, yes. Well, am I Super remember, famous am I, and, by the way, has produced a bazillion TV shows okay, that are on so TV. Okay, so a family there. from Kansas walks on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 30 years. Are mm-hmm. they going to remember who he is? Or well, I mean, they're going to say, yeah, the Bravo is? guy, the guy who made Bravo matter. Because yeah. when I was a kid growing up, you know what Bravo was? I don't even know. How about that? Yeah. Well, how about this judge again? Back to Judge Mathis judge for a Mathis. minute. Judge Mathis. That's why, you know? like, I don't even know what he looks like. I don't watch the judge shows, yeah. so I'm not a judge person. Well, like, if it's ju- like Judge Judy for sure, but outside of that, and maybe like Judge Wapner. Um, Old school. And then who was the other people's court lady that was after Wapner? Um, uh, the Judge redhead. Judy? Judge no, Judy? the redhead. Ooh. Oh, I only know Wapner from. She, she was on know. after Wapner for a long time. Maybe her too. And Judy for sure. And Wapner. 
And then that's kind of it for me. And by the way, throw in Doug Llewellyn, the guy who used to be the interviewer in the original Judge Wapner show. Doug Llewellyn should have one on the, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. By the way, those people in Kansas City that you described, when they come out to Hollywood and they're out here sightseeing, when they see Judge Mathis, they're like, hey, Judge Mathis, we watch him all the time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely right. That's probably where they watch Judge Mathis. I mean, Alvin and the Chipmunks have a star. I think that they're, they're yeah. pretty famous. I think. So, yeah, you got to get nominated, and then you got to get selected by the committee, and then you also got to put up the 50 grand, or somebody's got to put up the 50 grand for you. This Who's going to put up the 50 grand for, for me? 50 I don't have grand, it. There has Definitely not for you. 50 is too much. If it was 10, we could have we, we could, we could crowdsource it, but 50 is too much. Here's another guy. Here's another. Yeah. Guy Fury has one. Guy Fury's, oh, Guy he, Fury's he super famous. One. He deserves one. I think yes. Guy Fury's I mean, ridiculously famous. I mean, Funchy, you literally turn on the Food Network on the weekends, and it's like Guy Fury okay, on you Marathon. Guys, you guys right. got me there. Dude, there's a diner drive-in and dive, like, marathon, like, eight hours straight in 30-minute intervals. Telling you right now, you could sit there and get caught up in it all day long. Yeah, I love diners driving. So do diners. I. Yeah. So, all right, that, that there you go. That is Radio Tinder each and every day at five thirty. All right, coming up next, do the Dodgers not trust Julio Diaz? Let's get into that a little bit. More of your calls on the LeBron stuff. Stephen A. saying they should Lakers should trade LeBron because it's best for both parties. We'll get into all that stuff. Radio Tinder's presented by our sponsor at, of course, our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and do what I do, demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. We're back in two minutes. Oh, man. Would you come for me? Come on, Cap. I'm very consumed right now with uh, oh, one boy. of our listeners who tells me that he wants to fight me today. Okay, who's that? This is uh, Peter H-S-I-A, Peter Hissia. Yeah. He says, hey, He Sedona. wants to jump through the radio and fight you, Scott Kaplan, he because says, you're uh, extra annoying right, today. Extra annoying. Now, Because he says, who doesn't know thing. the Superman theme when I was doing it as Chewbacca? Yeah, see, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. So, Peter, I mean, I'll say good ears to you, uh, but you don't want this smoke. You just don't want this. And I'm not tough, believe me. I'm like a total wimp. I just wanted to say yeah. that you don't want this smoke. It just sounds cool to say. It does know? sound. Doesn't cool it sound cool? Like, don't yeah. you sound like a bad dude? You're like, you don't want this smoke. And then people yeah. start thinking to themselves, maybe I don't want this smoke. Yeah. I said that to another uh, dog owner today when it was early in the morning. And wait, what? My my dog, <laughs> my dog, and like they, I, you know, she had a little dog. My dog's kind of little, and they were like early in the morning, just woke up out of bed, lunging at each other, and I was like, oh no, yeah. no, he doesn't want that smoke. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's funny. That's a fun. I thought you meant it in like a like in a way where like we're being serious. There's a, there's a friendly, friendly. The dog didn't want the smoke Chewy from the other dog. did not want the smoke from Loki. Nope. Oh, got it. Loki's a fun name for a dog too. Mm -hmm. It's a cute dog. It must be a mischievous dog though. Yeah, he's a little pug. Yeah. Doesn't he don't want that smoke though? Nope. Not from Chewy. Again, it does sound cool when you say it. You know, hey man, you don't want this smoke. And then the other guy's like, I don't know if I do. I mean, I think I did. But now that he's saying I don't, maybe I don't. Maybe he's right. Maybe on maybe on May the fourth, may the fourth be with you. Maybe that's a Jedi mind trick. You know, perhaps you, you don't want this smoke. Yeah. Do you want it? I, mean, I thought I did, but now I don't. Yeah. You know, it's one of those deals. You're not going to fight the listener. I'm not. No, no, I'm not going to fight him. I'm not tough enough. I did like his tweet, though. I thought it was funny. You just tweeted his girlfriend. Yeah. What'd you say? Like, like Drake. I, yeah. Drake. Tweeted you want, his girlfriend. You, you think I'm going to slide into his girlfriend's DMs? And be like, yo, girl. 
I'm here for you. <laughs> just like Drake is here for that girl, I'm here for you. Yeah, just a thought. I'm here for you, Ma. Yeah, Ma. Yeah. That sounds kind of creepy to me because that's what I call my Ma. 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 Yeah. Hey, Ma. The meatloaf. Yeah. Hey, Ma. What's going on, Ma? Um, question for you. Yes, sir. Do you believe that the Do- – like Dylan Hernandez today in the L.A. Times says he doesn't believe the Dodgers trust Julio Urias. Hmm. And because they took him out after 65 pitches yesterday. And now when you watch the game, or even if you didn't watch the game, you could, I mean, obviously nowadays like, you can watch it so easy on, like, the Internet. They'll, like, you know, whether it's – well, MLB Network has this show where they do just, like, all the – in, like, three minutes they'll let you watch the game. Right. But you can also do it on YouTube in, like, ten minutes. It's more thorough or whatever. And then there's the you know the Spectrum has a show that they do it in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So if you watch these games, yeah. right, whether you watch the whole thing or you watch an abbreviated version of it, I don't know about you, but there's been a couple of outings, including yesterday, where Julio Urias, as the game has gone on, his velocity has gone down in a big, big way, and the ball's being hit a little harder. Yes, they're being they're outs, but the contact is different later in the game than it was early. Now, that should be normal, but for someone that young who has been generally a fireballer uh, during his career, and look, he's not just that. Like, he's got multiple pitches that are fantastic. But it's now a couple of outings this year where I've noticed that, ooh, yeah, later in the game, it, it's not the same stuff. So I don't know if it's not that they don't trust him. I think they're just doing what's in the best interest of the team. Like, I, I normally I, – I like Dylan's writing, but I, I, I don't think I agree with him on this one. So, look, I think that the Dodgers – and, listen, I know everybody's already going to say it. Just go ahead. You guys can say it. I'm in Dave Roberts' back pocket, so I'm going to defend Dave Roberts. Um, yes and yes, probably, is, is the best way I can say that. Look, you go into a game with a game plan of how much you want to see out of a pitcher. Hey, if he can get us through six innings, great. That's all we really want from him is get us through six innings. The reason you look at Orius's performance last night and you go, well, why didn't they send him out there for the seventh inning? The guy's cruising. Guy gave up four hits, had four strikeouts, didn't give up any runs, didn't walk anybody. Um, he's on cruise control. Why are you taking him out of this game? Especially when he's only got 65 total pitches, of which 52 were strikes. That sounded real numbery, didn't it? That sounded like it I did. Really that was it. good. That was a good description. That, that kind of sounded like I knew and, what I was talking about. So. And very efficient, which is rare for you. Yeah. And so, to me, you've gotten your starter through six. You're ready to hand this thing off to your bullpen. And by the way, they won the game last night, three to one. What's the big gripe? What is the gripe? I, I think what happens is, like you know, with pitchers in particular, I think people get enamored by. Like, with him, I feel like people feel with him, with Urias, that there's not, like, they haven't let him flourish the way he should flourish, is the is the general feeling I get from just reading people after the game. Well, let me, whether let it's me... on social media, whether it's media people. Um, and I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with it. I think it's just done on a case-by-case basis. And, he, you know, later in that game, they were starting to hit the ball hard. Now, it didn't necessarily find grass, but... You know, that's – look, people get mad with Dave Roberts because he manages by the numbers. And, you know, or they claim he does all the time. And then when he manages by gut because he sees the guy all of a sudden, hey, they're tagging him a little bit, uh, even though it may not be finding the grass. Like, you know, they, they, they get on him for that too. So, I, again, to your point, he Dave Roberts can't win. Well, look, again, I think there's an intimation in there somewhere that Walker Bueller can can tell Dave Roberts, I'm not coming out of this game. 
I mean, I've gone through eight. I want to finish this off. This is going to be my opportunity to get my first complete game shutout in my career. I'm not giving up the ball. I'm going back in. And so there seems to be some intimation of, well, the rules are different for Walker Bueller than they are for Julio Urias. And maybe they are. Maybe they just are different. You know, one guy is your ace and one guy is your number three starter, number two starter. And maybe they are trying to protect a guy. Maybe they do have these numbers. In fact, not maybe. I'm quite certain they have these numbers sitting in front of them going, you know what? We're starting to see his velocity fade a little bit. Balls are starting to be hit harder. Granted, they're going right to people, but eventually they're going to get through. I don't know. There, there seems to be some undertone to the, uh, to the criticism, at least the way you're describing it. Yeah, I, I don't – I mean, listen, do you, I think that sometimes there could be uh, a potential divide on, you know, because of a communication gap, right? Julio doesn't – you know, English isn't his first language, so perhaps there could be some miscommunication there at times, you know, and or he doesn't feel comfortable voicing his opinion. I, I know plenty of guys who have grown up in that sport and who don't – English isn't their first language and they've had trouble – kind of conveying their message, right, to their managers or even their teammates. Like, that's not an unnormal thing. But, I mean, so I'm not dismissing that summarily, but I don't like, I don't think yesterday was the moment to make that the cause. Like, yeah, like, his velocity was coming down. Like, you can go back and look that up. <laughs> All of a sudden, there was more wood on the bat, on the ball, pardon me. Like, you can go back and watch that. It, it just it, – I don't know if yesterday was the moment to have that conversation. I'm not saying it's not a valid conversation. I'm just saying I don't know if yesterday was that time to have it. Hey, by the way, your idea or your 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 thought on on Spanish speaking or any pitcher for that matter who doesn't speak English? Oh, right, there could time. be the same thing for the Asian players. Well, by the way, right, right exactly. Right, but, yeah. but here's the other thing: there's nobody in the Dodger infield when they bring a conference together on the pitcher's mound. There's nobody to do any sort of interpretation from English to Spanish. You know, there, there is nobody in that infield that goes, hold on, Skip, let me just tell them what you're talking about here, you know? Yeah. Because if you look at the infield, you, you know, you don't have a Spanish-speaking Latino player to even have that interpretive conversation. Right. So, so maybe, maybe there's something to it. I mean, maybe there is something to Urias not being able to feel comfortable yet. Because, hey, by the way, he's still kind of a young guy. This is, yes. what, three years now? You know, um, he's yeah. I mean, he's been around longer, but there was injuries and stuff like, I mean, you know, whatever. But like, yeah, I mean, he, he has been like, I believe this is technically like year like six or seven. Yeah, no, right. His, his um, first year in the major leagues or at least first year with the Dodgers was two thousand. He pitched a bunch, but then there was a bunch of injuries yeah. and whatever. And yeah, yeah so like and 18. I yeah. mean, he's actually this is actually only like year five in re, re, even though he's been around like six or seven. Yeah, no, 19. He had um, he had a bunch of, you know, he, he was in about 30s, performed in 37 games. But remember also, hey, one other thing we should at least mention in this conversation is he didn't start as a starter. You know, I mean, no, no, right, right. He so, came in through the bullpen. Right, yeah, so that's sure. another thought. Well, no, that's well, the first year he started a lot, and then after that, after the injury, they used him out of the bullpen. Right, so maybe that's a thought process, which is, okay. hey, we got to keep this guy in a pitch count, or we got to keep him on an innings count. If he gets us through six, and, I, I, and, and I, I pitches, just think that I trust the people that are around him more every day than than us is what or, I would or say, or than Dylan Hernandez in this instance. Well, and, uh, us too, though, like not just Dylan Hernandez, like anybody for that matter. You know, all right, we got to take a quick break. Uh, coming up next, Ireland and Travis absolutely brawled according to cap and maybe they did maybe they didn't you'll have to listen in to find out we'll have that for you and why they brawled next